BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode is a very fun one. We have Emily June on the show. She's a very good friend of mine. She is OG YouTube. She actually is now the founder, the CEO. I mean, like lots of things. She started a skincare brand and she has the best cleansing balm I have ever used in my entire life. Like when my friends and I come home, like even from the bars, people go in my bathroom and use the cleansing balm at 3 a.m. It is so good. But we have Emily on the show today. We're going to tell you guys some of our wildest stories in New York. We have some like Murray Hill, random nights. We are talking about depression. We are talking about working on your mental health, starting a company, OG YouTube. Honestly, it's really like a chill friend catch up episode. I think you guys are really going to like it. Emily is one of the funniest people I know and definitely the craziest. So I think you guys are going to enjoy. Before we get into the episode, obviously, I needed to do a little Halloween recap for you. This weekend was a great weekend. We have been having so much fun. Dom came. She was supposed to be here for a week. And at this point, we've extended her trip like a month. So anyways, we had a great Halloween weekend. We went to a concert. Our friend, one of our really good friends from college, is on tour right now um, with Lainey. So we went and saw them on Thursday. That was a great way to start off our weekend. Then we went to dinner um, Friday night as normal. We went to a piano bar in Deep Ellum. So fun. Then obviously Skellig. Saturday night. This was the real, the real Halloween night, okay? This was our costume night. Most of the time I will dress up more than once, but honestly, once was more than enough for me this year because I dressed up as Casey Musgraves. Being Casey is a dream of mine. So being able to be here for a night just felt right. Dom actually joined in. We did, if you guys have seen the Simple Times music video, we did like, the, there was four girls in it and then Dom and I just did two of them. I was Casey and then Dom was the girl with purple. And while you may have seen the costumes online and thought, oh my God, so cute, so fun. Like, oh, ha ha, whatever. Nope. Dom ended up dressing up as a traitor because she ditched our group costume and changed into bunny ears. And that's fine. It's okay. But I did want to point that out. Also, I don't know if you guys saw our drama a few weeks ago. I was listening to Dom's podcast, which is also with Dear Media. Go give it a listen. Dom is my best friend, by the way, in the entire world. And you just wouldn't know that on her end. I listened to an episode. Within three minutes, I'm brought up 
She is talking about me. Like I am some random friend she had in the seventh grade in math class. They were like school friends. Like they didn't even hang out outside of school. That is how she talked about me. I couldn't believe my ears. I had to stop the episode. I really did. I called immediately and I went straight to the internet. So I just wanted to go on record and say that Dom is my best friend. And I hope that none of you guys get the wrong idea that it's some distant friend as you would maybe if you were listening to the Uncomfortable Podcast with Dom Roberts. I'm like kidding, um, kind of, you know? So anyways, after dealing with that heartbreak, we did end up having a really good weekend. So I'm happy to hear that. Also, I wanted to go into what I've been loving. So the first thing that I've been loving will come as no surprise to you. And it's a trucker hat. But guys, it's not just any trucker hats. I've been getting a lot of requests to do some certain merch. And I did get the first samples. And wow, I am in love. So I think you guys are also going to be in love. Just give us like a few weeks and it'll be available to shop. It's very, very exciting. I'm genuinely like obsessed. I wear it all the time. I've also been really into hot rollers, which actually is fitting because I got them because Emily June used them and her hair looks incredible. It makes my hair look like I got an actual blowout. It's also easier because you don't really do anything. You just let them sit. I am obsessed. They're like 30 bucks. You just turn it on. I mean, wow. Why did I ever stop using those? Like, why did we ever stop using those as a society? I feel like they used to be such a big thing. And I, at 10 out of 10, guys, the last thing before we get into this episode is a little bit of book talk, okay? Not book talk, like TikTok, book talk, T-A-L-K, okay? I read the Friend Zone series. The titles and the covers honestly don't do it justice, but I literally read those books. There's three of them. I read them in three nights. They are so good. She talks about like heavier topics in a way that's not super depressing. It's still kind of like, I wouldn't say it's a light read, but it's still, it's not super depressing. If you guys are looking for book recs, I would definitely recommend the Friend Zone series. But anyways, honestly, without further ado, we should get into the episode. It is the Monday after Halloween weekend and I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. Okay. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode and this conversation with Emily. I loved having her on. Check out her skincare brand. I'll have it linked below. Love you guys, and let's get into the episode. Guys, we're starting off this podcast with a lie from Emily. Like, she just told me my hair looked good, and there was, like, a whole piece. Okay, like, maybe fix, like, this part. Yeah, like, you're just (laughs) lying to me. Like, okay, what do I do? Whatever, I don't even care. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Emily's turning to her camera. (laughs) Lights, camera, action. Do you feel alive when the cameras are on you? Yeah, like, you know, the Affirmations Instagram page? Yes. They posted one the other day that was like, I was born to perform. And I was like, wait, yes, that's Do you me. run that page? I should. No, Emily, that's actually something I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was actually you. Who do, you, who do we think it is? It's some random man. Because they, oh. sometimes they go live and I'm like, oh, let me see what, and it's a random man in a field. Do you remember back in the day when Lindsay had a bunch of like really like, What's the word I'm looking for? Stop. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The hippie dippies. Yeah. Like a bunch of like, and they all ran the same Twitters and I met him. And maybe it's that guy. Oh, maybe ex- he's graduated. Like experience. Yeah. He was like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Maybe it's him. Just a theory. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's such a dark memory. Guys, you know what's like really upsetting today? You were about to be in for like such a treat and you might still be like, I think this, this episode is going to be great. Okay. Also, really all over the place just had some new orleans i do really loose outlines on google docs and i did um the least amount of outline for emily that i've ever done for an episode because it's really just gonna go all over the place but 
this morning when I woke up, it literally said Emily June. And then after that, I'll like write down a few themes that the episode's going to be about. So I have an idea. All it says is crazy. And that's just me, baby. And then <laughs> I added after she FaceTimed me and gave a false promise of calling a man off hinge. She called me. Actually, will you explain at least what we were going to do? What you needed yeah, me to do? We were going to call this guy that I was with a few weeks ago that has my two of my favorite rings, like two rings that are very special to me. If they were Princess Polly, no offense, Princess Polly. No, I don't, I don't care. He can keep them. If they were whatever. No, but these are my two favorite rings. And I left them at his apartment. And I was like, wait, like, oh my God. I jokingly said to him, like, you're going to have to mail them to me. Like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. He and that's going to be the case because he hasn't talked to me since. Uh-huh. Well, she yeah. called me this morning and said, hey, what are you doing after the recording? Like, do you think that we can call this guy and go pick up my rings? <laughs> that would be kind of funny. No, it would be funny. And then I said, yeah, should we just call him on the podcast? And then you're like, oh, my God, yeah. And, and then, then, I, she and then I hung up and processed it. And I was like, no, you are actually the craziest person I know. Like you would do it. Normally. We'll, we'll text him after. OK, fine. We'll do a little follow up on the I love you so much Instagram. OK, yeah, we'll let them know. We'll oh, like my God. Vlog it. No, can you please, if you get the rings back, I need a selfie with the rings. And him. So, like, you just left the rings there. Yeah. It, on accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just happened well, to leave your two very... rings that meant a lot to you. Yeah, I was apartment. also very drunk, so okay. it was partially... No, it was an accident. I really do think it was. I wasn't fully there. You know, I was at Margaritaville. I was at... Yeah, what is up with you in Margaritaville? It's iconic. I Have you I seen would... it? Oh, yeah, I would love to go. Should we randomly go for... Like after this for like a midday. Well, I have one recording after this. Oh, damn. You might be a little too turned for Hello Kitty. No, we wouldn't have time. She comes right when you leave. I know. So apparently we're not calling crazy hinge men. So I'm going to go off to the next thing on this list. Let's talk about you and your OG YouTube days because you, I remember watching you before I had a channel. Like I remember back in the day, it was like, oh my God, it wasn't your wall like green. My walls were green. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in the day. Um, Can you give us a little background on your YouTube career? And then when you like ghosted all of us, but now you're back (laughs) and I really am living for the, I don't miss a vlog. Yeah. So I started YouTube in 2010, which is really chaotic because I was literally 14. And I remember naming my channel Sweet Beauty X because I like candy and I like makeup. Like what a freaking psycho. And then I started posting. This and title then... is going to be Sweet Beauty X. Sweet Beauty X. Yeah. And what's weird is that I didn't have a lot of subscribers, but like for some reason, a lot of people, especially when I post like a viral TikTok, they're like Sweet Beauty X. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how do you know me? Like I didn't have millions of followers. But, but anyways, back in the day, though, no one did at that time. So like you really were like you it was you guys and like Lindsay, like our friends now, like you guys were friends way before. Yeah, that was the group. Like there wasn't anyone that was bigger, I don't think. Yeah. Besides like maybe like Michelle Fawn. It was like Michelle Fawn, but we were like the only teenagers doing mm-hmm. it. So I did YouTube from when I was. 14 to when I was 20 and documented like high school life, like going to prom, all of that. Songs going that to were written Bidum. for you. The what? The songs that were written for you. Okay, Kenzie you will never let go of that, I please. Won't. It's trauma. I'm not going to talk about it, but like I wish that I could because you're just literally ruining my episode. First, I can't talk about the song and now I can't talk about, I can't call the man off hinge for your rings. Well, it was like my high school boyfriend wrote me a song. It was so sweet. It was weird. You loved it at the time. I thought I was Chrissy Teigen. No, you really did. And you were. I was. Saying. Yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> then I did YouTube all through like my first few years of college. And then when I came back to New York and then I was like, peace got to go in 2016. 
Yeah. But then I revamped my channel in quarantine. So it's been a fun year back in the game. You really did just disappear out of out of nowhere. No, I stopped posting on everything. I know you were gone. Like Twitter and Instagram too. I just stopped. Did it feel weird when you stopped posting and you just... No, I really needed it. Like yeah. I think mentally I just needed a a break. No, that's and fair. I'm just being selfish. I feel like I came back so much better. Like I'm in so much of a better place than I was when I left. So no, that's fair. You made the right decision for yourself. Yeah, I did. But yeah, I love the OG, OG YouTube squad. And I always like, I still get comments and meet people that are like, Oh my God, you like taught me how to do makeup or this and that. I'm like, that's really concerning because I was like literally a child, but thank you so much. You're actually really good at makeup though. You don't really wear like... I don't really wear makeup anymore, yeah. but I went to makeup school. Like I was trying to become a makeup artist in 2015, I want to say. And then I got acne and then I started hating makeup. You finished though, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, I finished it. But like, I was like, no, I can't do makeup. You have like really crazy stories from that time. You have some, we're going to get to like crazy stories. Think of some that you feel okay with sharing on the internet. But I, I don't know how else to describe Emily other than like so chaotic. And I will like, there's nothing that I won't do when I'm with you. And I feel that way normally, but not every, you're just fun. Like you will just, but you also are so random. Like yesterday on Twitter, (laughs) you, I don't even know if it was on Twitter, but it was, (laughs) Yeah. She shares a work laptop with people, and it what was it? Swift and Zach and Cody. Like it was the lyrics to the "Welcome to the Tipton" song, and I had it in the notes <laughs> app. And then my coworker texted me and was like, "Haha, was this you?" Because like she knew who else would who put else that would there. Do that? Yeah, but I was like trying to rewrite the song like for the store that I work at. So like, I need to know like what goes on in your brain. I like, don't know. It's scary. I, I don't know where these ideas even come from. Like the things that you say, they're so funny, but like where. How do you even... It's just damage, babe. <laughs> Lots of damage. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I I try to like filter it on the internet because I'm like, I seem a little crazy. But no, that's what people so like. Funny. It's so funny. And I thought, I was like, oh, when I come back to the internet, when I like have my brand, whatever, like I'm going to be a serious like woman. But that wouldn't be being me. Like I, yeah. at the core, I'm a crazy girl. So I got to share you that. You are a crazy girl. Yeah. All right, guys, the holidays are coming up, which is a very exciting time, but it can also bring up a lot of conflict. It can be very isolated. It can bring up family drama. It's just, it can also be a really hard time of year, which is why I'm excited that we're talking about our sponsor today, BetterHelp. I personally have been in and out of therapy since I was in the fifth grade. I currently am 24 and I go weekly. I have talked about things like stress, anxiety, depression, family conflicts, and it's really helped me so much. And honestly, It really does help a lot in the holiday season with some family drama. We all have it, okay? So if you have something that is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're able to connect in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room 
which is so nice. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Okay, let's talk about the brand. I will say it. And like with or without you being like a really good friend of mine, it really is the best cleansing balm ever. I've gotten all of my friends at home. When anyone comes over, everyone comes to my house after the bars. And then I'm like, oh, do you guys need to take your makeup off? Okay, I have this for you. And then they all say it's incredible. Um, So yeah, let's talk about that. You had quite a few delays. Yeah. So I have a brand called 20s World. It's a skincare brand. I really want to make it more of a lifestyle brand eventually. But basically the whole concept is like personal care your 20s and beyond and making that more approachable than other like wellness and personal care brands out there. So the products are basically elevated essentials for your routine. So like better ingredients, packaging, all of that, but still at an approachable price point. I wouldn't say it's affordable because I think affordable means different things to different people, but it's all priced in the $20 range. And I started working on it a few years ago And then COVID hit right before I was supposed to launch. And so we had a few delays there, a few scammer people. Yeah, what happened with the scammers? So my manufacturer was like, oh, we're closed because of COVID. And I was like, okay, sure, I believe you. It was COVID. I didn't know what was going on. It was like six months later. And I was like, what's happening? You guys need to open. Like, I need to make this product. And they were like, yeah, we're bankrupt. And we don't have your money anymore. So you lost all of your money? I lost a lot of money. How much money did you lose? Like, give me, like, a ballpark. Five digits. Okay, so, like, you can never get that money back, basically. I'm trying. Can't you just... Well, I guess they don't have any money to give you. How does that work? I don't know. There's so much... And I could get a lawyer, but, like, lawyer fees? Yeah, then it's like, is it even worth it? It's not. Okay, well, that's horrible. But anyways, then I found a really great manufacturer and I made an amazing product. So it all works out. It did. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, perfect. Mm-hmm. Is it restocked right now? Yes. Okay. So, so it originally it was out of stock. Like I have a confession. Like I still had plenty of cleansing bombs. I ran out of like all the supplies to get it out. Okay. So that's why it was temporarily like not available, but it's back up if you want it. 20sworld.com, $24. It really is a great price point, though. The other ones are like $60, and they're yeah. way too, like, grimy. Yeah. And I don't it's like, like the, technically the feeling. Other cleansing bombs, yeah, you can get cheaper ones, but they're in plastic. And, like, ingredient-wise, I think I still have to do a lot of education about why it's different ingredient-wise. But, like, there's no fragrance, no polyethylene, which is in a lot of them, which is, like, a microplastic. And I formulated it with, like, 
EWG in mind, Sephora clean, like all that stuff. Not saying that it's a, I don't really believe in the clean label for skincare and makeup. I think it's all like marketing, but I was really thoughtful with what went into it. What does EWG mean? Environmental working group. It's like they rate ingredients and for safety. There's like the apps with it, right? Yeah. Okay. But like, I'm not pushing clean because I don't think anyone our age really cares about that. And clean can mean a million things, so. Yeah, I've heard that's kind of like sketch. It is sketch. So we don't use that word over here. We just have some rumors that we're spreading and it's yeah. sketchy. So yeah. what other rumors do you have? Like what's some crazy things that have been happening to you lately? Like I want to spice this up. Give me like a, a category. Men recently, I guess. Well, maybe we can tell them about our, our adventures in New York last time I was here. Oh, yeah. Where do we start? So we went out where did that night start it wasn't at the flying cock where were the we before that? no we were at the piano bar oh oh my god yeah we love piano bars yeah but that one wasn't really I had a great time though but fun. they were screaming and brooke was Emily, we were screaming <laughs> yep. what are you talking about it was <laughs> okay. screaming we were screaming but they were screaming too and i was like this doesn't sound great like we are at this piano bar brooke we're like trolling them already we're like please like prince george Who's that man? Prince Philip. He just died. It, it's just the like internet humor, guys. <laughs> Who's that man? <laughs> Prince Philip. Um, Prince Philip died and we were like, you know, like, please, like, we're sad about Prince Philip. Like, play this song. You need to, like, Venmo them yeah. to, like, play your song. Yeah, and then Brooke didn't Venmo enough money and they were like, which was already, like, 30 like, bucks. Really, Brooke? Yeah, and they called her out in front of everyone. <laughs> Brooke. Something about Brooke is that Brooke is the funniest person ever. But, like, it, okay, I think... Sometimes we are just a lot for her. Like, it's a lot for her to take in. And I think we were just embarrassing her, as is. And then the fact that she was the one who Venmoed. And then they said to the entire bar that Brooke was cheap. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry, Brooke. I'm really on the piano, like mid-song. Like, okay, Brooke, I see your request, but $10. Nope. It wasn't enough. So anyways, we had some marks there. And then we went. Did we go anywhere in between? No. No, I don't. We went to the Flying Cock. I got turned at the Flying Cock. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I was like borderline. Like I watched videos the next day and I was like, I don't remember that. And then we were on the street, like outside of the restaurant. And I saw this man. Oh my God, I forgot about and this. And I was like, you're from Hinge, right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Never seen him in my life. You told him that you're like, oh my God, I think you match with my friend Brooke on Hinge. <laughs> right, which right, right. makes it so much work for, yeah. for Brooke. Brooke's like, Brooke's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, no, this is what you did. You look, we're all standing there, just normally talking like we're about to go home, right? You turn to Brooke and you say, Brooke, don't get mad. Before you even <laughs> finish mad, you run off to these guys and then you say, oh my God, you matched with my friend Brooke on Hinge. Yeah. Okay, so continue. I just so remembered. So then he's like, yeah, man, like, how are you? We were just FaceTiming and I was like, yeah, sure. Can we come over? Or like something happened. And then we ended up going to their apartment. Apparently their apartment building is like the Murray Hill, like apartment building on TikTok. They're like, oh, they live there. Oh, really? Red flag. Yeah. Oh. So we walked to their apartment and then like, we just have a bunch of pictures of me, like in different places of their apartment, like in their bathroom. Oh, we have a photo show. With the Theragun. Theragun, yeah. Yeah, that, the Minion. Oh, she and started working out. There was like weights and stuff. Started lifting weights. And then they were like, all right, like you ready to drink and hang out? And I was like, yeah, we got to go. Then we went to Taco Bell. Yeah. So we really like, we did the thing. We were in and out of there trolling the entire time. We like, one of them had one of those, like, I don't know what flag he had. I don't remember like kind of like a Saturdays for the boys kind of vibe of a flag. Mm -hmm. We took a photo in front of that and multiple they, flags. Yeah. They had a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was a really good time. You know what I wish I, and I think this is going to be the next thing, but like vlogging on podcasting, 
I think that there's going to be podcast, and I'm sure there already are. I'm, I'm sure like what I'm saying is stupid and mm-hmm. they already exist, but I think that that's going to be the next thing. And Wait, I, what do you mean? Like people are going to vlog, but like audio throughout the night somehow. And it's going to end up being basically a podcast vlog. Right? I think that's my worst nightmare, hearing me throughout my night. I would be that screaming. Would be I would be screaming. Yeah, but I do think it's the next thing. And I'm just saying that would have been a re- that would have been the night to do it. Yeah. And then we laughed when we went to Taco Bell and like that was it. We went to Taco Bell and then I made a TikTok being oh, yeah. like, what was the text? It was like something about Murray Hill Apartments. And then I posted all the pictures from that night. And then the guy ended up commenting. And now I'm friends with one of them on Instagram. No, the fact that you just said you're friends with someone on Instagram, like, makes you sound 40, <laughs> by the way. But also, oh, yeah, you stole the plates that night, too. And yeah. then Emily, like, literally thinks that she's going to hell because she stole plates from this place. Yeah, like, I do really stupid things, and then I get really anxious. Yeah. and the Like, my day, anxiety after just My anxiety's been really hour. bad. Like, the next day, even just getting dinner with a friend recently— I, the next day I'm like, oh my God, they probably like, I probably said way too much or like, and I've never been like that, but now I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to jail. Like I thought I was going to jail because of the plates. I still have them. I plan on returning them. Well, you told me you were going to return them like three months ago. Probably like six months. Have you used them? No. So they just, where where are they sitting? Like give me a visual. They're sitting in my, in my cabinet. And next time I go near the flying cock, I'll stop in and drop them off. I'm hoping that all of you saw the book club I recently hosted. You know, I do think I'm Martha Stewart, okay? And it was really impressive. And I need to let you know what really helped me pull this off, hosting a book club at my house. It was Italic, okay? I've talked about them before. They are one of my favorite companies to ever exist. I am obsessed with them. Not only am I telling you guys, but I'm telling everyone in my real life about them because I am in love. Italic isn't an everything store. They are your everything store. Their marketplace connects you with the manufacturers behind the world's biggest brands and most in-demand products and delivers straight to your door for up to 63% less. I was so excited about this. I did an entire IGTV unboxing. Like it was not paid. I just wanted to do it because I am obsessed. Getting cutting boards, marble cheese boards, like salad bowls, kitchen stuff can really, really add up. And I got the most insane deals and also the products are incredible. I use them all the time. Their team of in-house product experts vets every product, wearing it, sleeping on it, carrying it, working out with it to ensure it's of the highest possible quality. They also extensively vet their manufacturers on the ground, visiting factories and inspecting materials. You can access their curated selection of over 500 products, including everything from diamond jewelry to cashmere sweaters to world-class linen sheets, all from the best manufacturers in the world. As you guys know, I love my like marble cheese board. It comes with these cute little knives. Like I look so put together and it costs less than half of what I would normally spend purchasing it from a regular brand. So by taking the brand and retail markups completely out of the equation, they're able to deliver the lowest prices possible. Italic isn't an everything store. They are your everything store. The marketplace connects you with the manufacturers behind the world's biggest brands and most in-demand products and delivers straight to your door for up to 63% less. I am obsessed and I think that not only would this be a great gift for someone, but this is also a great thing to have yourself to buy gifts because again, you're getting them for like over half off. It's insane. Get $10 off your first product order of $50 or more on italic.com with code IOYSM. 
Again, that is code ILYSM for $10 off your first product order on italic.com. Also, there are these bartenders at these restaurants, the Horny Row and the Flying Cock, they're owned by the same people. I know it's probably shocking. And we just love them. It's the Irish bartenders of yeah. bartenders of New York City. Like they're the hidden gems of this city. They really like, are. I they're have so my pure. local. Yeah, I have my local Irish bartender, Benone. Shout out Benone. And I will DM him and be like, "Yo, what's the schedule? Like, imagine just being an innocent Irish man going to work and being getting a DM like, "Yo, what's the schedule?" And he hooks it up. <laughs> he probably loves that though. Yeah, I think he loves for the attention. Mm-hmm. And he's in my TikToks too. Wait, which? Oh, you're right. But he doesn't want to be in them. No. Okay. How do you handle that? Like, it's not, you just do it anyways. Well, I'm just like, do you care? And he's like, it's fine, I guess. So he doesn't say no. We try to DM and there's like a cultural barrier there because okay. the Irish lingo, he'll be like, okay, sound. And I'm like, sound? It's like, <laughs> that means cool. And then you, <laughs> you probably say things like, yeah, of course. This, you probably start trying to sing like the Sweet Alive Zach and Cody theme song. And he, that's not really a cultural barrier. That's just like, he's just not going to get it. Culture shock fully yeah. for, for both parties. For both parties. And I really understand his. I don't feel that way. Like, I think that you are probably, you and Brooke are probably the funniest people that I know. Thanks. Different humor, but like really funny. Like if they don't get it, they're just like, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Like you're missing out. Yeah. But we love Finone. He's great. Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. What do you, what's like your day-to-day in New York? Like, where where um, do you go? So I work really close to where I live. I work, I'm not going to say where, but I work at like a store. And I don't really leave that area. Like when I come to see you, I'm like, oh my God, I live in New York City because I just stay on the Upper East Side. But day-to-day, I basically just work all day, honestly. It's not that fun. You like don't want to go. Oh, and then on the weekends, I'll go out. But during the week, I'm very strict with myself. I got to work and I work like I know we try not to like hustle culture, but I work every day. Okay. Let's talk about your favorite city in the world, Los Angeles. (laughs) I know how much you love it. So like, yeah, just go on about let's hear it. Oh my God. LA is so amazing. Like everyone is so like real with you, you know, (laughs) and like you, you don't even need a car. It's so easy. No. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in LA for how long? Two, two years. years and then I went you back went back for like a but were we friends when I moved back I don't think so I don't think you really saw anyone you weren't even on YouTube you didn't really see anyone besides probably like Drew no and- I didn't even see Drew yeah. I was so depressed that we joke about it we lived seven minutes away from each other and we hung out twice okay you didn't see anyone no I remember us texting like I knew that we like talked and, and then I saw you at Lloyd oh my god yeah who were you with was it TK Oh my God, it probably was. Yeah, because we used to go work at Lloyd. Oh my God, that place closed. I forgot about it. Yeah, RIP. They're back to that. But yeah, I lived in LA for three years. Not at the same time though. Did Not you, in a row. Did you like your fitness experience? I did. I feel like I probably wouldn't have survived at another college. Fitness was perfect for me. And I got to major in what I really like. So yeah, it's expensive and... There are some things that I would change, but overall, I mean, TK loves it too. Yeah, Lindsay liked it pretty much for the most part. Yeah, and like we were able to go do our work, still work outside of school. You meet cool people. You're not going to get like that typical college experience at all. But I don't think I would be able to handle that. Imagine you in a sorority. No. Imagine me in a sorority. I couldn't do it either. I would be more likely than you, but I couldn't do it. 
I could see you as a sorority girl. I never, growing up though, I never wanted a normal university experience or to rush ever. But I think if I would have gone to a normal school, I would have been like pressured into it because literally all of my friends did. Yeah. But even now they're like, there's no way you would have. I, I couldn't do that. Like I, oh my God, Alabama rush. I talk, don't get me Bama wrong. Like, rush. I live for it. But that looks like my own personal hell. Mm-hmm. I could never, ever, ever, ever do it. I but I admire it. it. No, I think it's cool. And mm-hmm. I get, I actually totally get it. But like when Brooke was doing it, I felt like that was like still intense. Yeah. Maybe not at the time, but like that, I feel like, okay, more manageable. I look at it now. Oh my God. Is that like it everywhere else? Like, what do you even do? I don't know. But like, I hear sorority like horror stories and I'm like, thank God I never was anywhere near that. I wouldn't have survived. The closest thing I had to that was like the USC frat party here and there. I frequented those. So yeah. I was really. Those were dark. People literally in my first year of LA thought that I went, like the people at USC thought I went to USC. I was also dating someone who went to USC. So like I was just friends with all of them. But that is how often I was at frat parties at USC. Wait, LA parties. Were you in that LA house party phase where like we would go to the, the federal no, like more like Janoskian. Oh, no, I didn't do that. Because that was my college experience, like Janoskian and O2L parties. I didn't do, I mean, I went to a few, but I mainly was in like the frat party. That was when I had just moved there and I was going to like all the frat parties and stuff. Interesting times. Like the, literally the furthest thing years. from normal. But if I could redo my life, I would go to um, University of Austin, Texas. University of Texas. Sorry. Austin. I don't know anything. I don't think it's out Austin. Yeah, I think that would be good for you. If I were to go to any like school in Texas, that's where I would have wanted to go. Like looking back on it, I kind of wish that I would have just done, I don't actually wish I would have done a normal college experience. I don't think I would have liked it. But now that I'm in Dallas with all my friends who have all their like normal friends from college and stuff, I'm like, oh, but I'm, it sounds appealing then. And I'm like, oh, I kind of wish. Yeah. But then I think about it and I know that I would have been miserable. Yeah, and we still had a cool experience. The only thing is that I never learned how to drink. Okay, because you just, it was just so much at once. No, because I didn't have that like normal college party experience. So like I never learned how to like handle my alcohol. My thing with it is that you, even compared to my friends who were just at normal colleges, like we were drinking way more in LA at other parties and also at USC than they even were. Like really? Wait, yes. But also it's because like, Especially at USC, like half of everyone's parents are like rich and famous. So like everyone was someone like my first friend I met there has like a very, very famous father. And I have never in my life seen more alcohol in a college apartment because it had just been like completely stocked Mm. right then. It was just like, a I don't know. I think that LA operates in extremes. It's either really, really good or it's really, really bad. And there's no in between, but you kind of live in the in between and it's really depressing. You know? Yeah. Like, it's very isolating. It's so isolating. My God. It was and really like awful. whoever your crew is, like, that's your crew. It's very hard to get outside of that. But, you know, I loved my L.A. squad the first time. The second time, I didn't really have a squad. We're back today talking about, honestly, my favorite store, Princess Polly. I'm not exaggerating. I think probably 70% of what I own is from Princess Polly. I make orders from them all the time. I have been wearing their clothes for honestly, maybe four years at this point. I just love their stuff. I love them because their stuff is really cute. The quality is great and the prices are awesome. I shop them year round, but I really love them in the fall and winter because I find that the clothes that I want in the fall and winter end up being really expensive. And Princess Polly has them at a really good price, but still like incredible quality. They have a huge range of winter outfits, fall looks and party styles, which you know, I'm already obsessed with. Plus, with free shipping over $50 and super fast delivery from their LA warehouse, 
You can relax knowing that your outfit will arrive before the weekend. I order from them last minute all the time for events and just like parties or whatever I'm doing. And it comes so quick. One thing I worry about, you know, online shopping is whether or not the item you ordered online is going to fit or not. So let me tell you, Princess Wally has an amazing feature called Fit Finder, which you can locate on the product pages of their website. All you do is answer a few questions and it will generate the size that's most likely going to fit your body. So that's a lifesaver for me. Plus, if you do need to make a return, don't stress. The process is super easy. They also have a range called Earth Club and everything in this collection is made from lower impact materials that are better for the environment. So if you're looking to shop more sustainably, their Earth Club range is the perfect place to go. You can head over to Princess Polly and use code I love you to get 20% off. So visit princesspolly.com for the latest fashion trends. Use exclusive code I love you at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer available for a limited time. How did you get out of like when you talk about being so miserable and depressed? Like what did you do to get out of that? It took a really long time. Like I feel like I completely lost my personality. But something I realized, and this might sound weird, is just like, doing things that your younger self really liked, like before work mattered or what other people thought, like, what did you really like when you were, I don't know, 13? Like I like who I was at 13 more than I liked who I was at 19 because I think I just wanted to please other people or like try to fit in or try to like become some, like you said, extreme version of myself. That wasn't me at all. And I think a lot of time alone to really figure out, you know, like what I like and who I am. I stopped posting on social media, which I feel like really helped because I didn't have to live for anyone else or like try to put on a show. And just like, honestly, I think it's all in your daily routine and really just crafting a healthy, healthy habits for myself and things like that. But what were some of the habits that you did? Just like literally the simplest things, like waking up at a certain time and like getting out of bed in the morning. Like there were days where I wouldn't even want to like wake up or like get out of bed because I was like, oh my God, I have to do this again. And just like learning to cook for myself and, you know, getting a certain job or like doing things like that so that my day, there was little things in it that I could look forward to and that I could stick to. And so it's not an overnight process. I thought it would be. But after a few years, you know, we good. Yeah, I do think a lot of it is just in your daily habits, though. Mm-hmm. Which sounds so silly. It's like, oh, my God, like you were so sad and like hated yourself. And then that's what it took. And obviously there's more to that. But yeah, I think it's like really underestimated what like what you do every day can do for you. I agree. You're also, to me, like a really stable person. And, when really? I, and you're not going to agree with this. I knew that was going to be your reaction. But what I'm comparing that to is people who find their identity and what they do in their job. And even kind of what we were talking about when we got breakfast this morning, it's like, I don't know. I just think that some, like people really do fully find their identity and what they do. And I think I've fallen into that before. I think a lot of us have. But you really are just like your own person. And it's like, oh, I, but I also do this. Granted, I think a lot of it is in LA versus it's like a city thing. Mm-hmm. But how do you just kind of separate the two? Just not finding your identity in like your maybe your like occupation. I don't know. I mean, like obviously my work, I always try to find a job somewhere that's like revolves around my passion. And then I'll pick up other jobs to kind of like make it work. But I don't I don't really know. Okay, like falling into hustle culture and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have so many other things outside of work that I love. Like work is such a huge 
part of my life. Like I said, I, I work all the time, but you know, I have other things that it's hard because I feel like I don't really have hobbies right now because I have like a job and then I'm trying to like run this business. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't have time to do something for fun. But I also think that break on off of social media helped me to like do things without having to share every single thing and just finding like a healthy boundary there. But yeah, work. I really like, like I've worked multiple jobs after I stopped YouTube and I like it. People could look at it and be like, oh, like, why wouldn't you try to pursue this? But I, I like having coworkers and having like a boss. It's, it's something that I think also has really helped me mentally. Like I have coworkers right now for the first time in four years and I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, like I'm jealous of that. Yeah. And I'm jealous of like the structure and the routine that it has. And it's not ideal. Like, yeah, I would like to be doing other things or like working on my business full time, but I like getting up, having somewhere to go. And I think you learn how to like work with people, you know, like at all of your jobs, you kind of learn skills that will help you down the road and kind of just like make you a better person. When you start a business like yours, What's the first thing you do? Like, how do you even, do you just talk to, like, find people in your space and call them and ask them questions? Or, like, how do you even make the product? Like, I always am like, how? I have no idea. Yeah, so I started it. It was a class project. Yeah, in my senior year of FITM, senior year, like, my third quarter. I don't even know what it's called. And we had a creativity and business class. And so I was like, oh, let me, like, try to, like, make a real business plan. And it was called something else at first. But then after I submitted it, I was like, oh, let me call it 20s. And this was literally fall 2018. So it was a long time ago. And then I just really baby steps over the years. Like I was still working, I was doing other things, but I would just um, use my connections, but also like Google stuff, make cold calls. But I think the first thing I did was file the trademark. Okay. That's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. I like the idea. Yeah. File the trademark. You should, well, I like (laughs) the idea of like coming from a class project. Yeah. You should like say that on TikTok. That it was my class project. Yeah, you should like tell the story on TikTok. Yeah, I, I really, really I really off. need to get the team. Fitum will be like right on that. Fitum would love that. They but would. yeah, it literally was. It was called something else. I forgot what it was called. And then literally after I submitted it, I was like, let me call it 20s. It's perfect. Yeah, but then I couldn't trademark just 20s. So it's 20s world. Well, let's talk a little bit about Hinge because I know it's also your favorite topic. <laughs> Emily lives Is for it? Hinge. Yeah. Well, I use it in a trolley way. No, and, and that's deleted. why it's so funny. It's deleted from my phone now. Yeah. When did you delete it though? When I ran out of storage. (laughs) Like I had to delete it maybe like four months ago. Okay. But like what, when you're on hinge, what makes you swipe right on someone? Obviously like if they're hot. Okay. But like what's something random on a hinge profile? A funny prompt. Funny prompt. Like if I'm looking at your hinge profile and it's like, oh, my ideal date is pizza and a movie. Bye. Not funny. No, I need, I need to laugh. I need to be doubled over laughing at your hinge profile in order to swipe. I'm trying to think what else, or if they're like too cool, you know, like, like the Brooklyn artsy boy, scary profile. That's what Dom lives for. No, no. She wants as artsy as possible. And as like, yeah, no, they're, they're not nice. No. And I'm also like, I don't, I don't know if that's like safe. Like something about it just seems like so off. Mm hmm. Yeah, so we should talk to her about that. I've tried to get through to her. Yeah, so right now I'm into like Southern guys or like just like finance bros, finance bro fall. 
Finance Brofall. Mm-hmm. Okay, you should really talk about that on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. Like these are, this is this will do very well. So you, you have to give me an outline of everything I need to post on TikTok. I will. I can, I'm Please. so good at it for other people. Please. I'm really good at it for other people. You're good for it for you too. Um, Yeah, I guess. But like Finance Brofall, it's perfect. Like I have like good catchy things and I'm like, oh, they're viral. Done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for myself, I'm like, mm. anyways, I don't know. You know? No, you're good. I want you to meet a Texas man. You would be so happy. I need just four days in Texas and I feel like I could have a ring. Okay, this is the other thing that you all should know about Emily and I is we actually don't like dating. We would just prefer to be like walking down the aisle uh-huh. and not in the way that when we meet you, we want to like marry you. Not in the way we're not those girls. It's just we would actually prefer to just like I want to be like black out the dating part of my mind. I just want to fast forward to when I'm married, you know, like open to arranged marriage. I, you know, that gets such a bad rep, but I'm so Normalize jealous. It. Normalize arranged marriage. That, mm-hmm. that actually sounds incredible. Do you know how much pressure that takes off you? Like if my parents were like, oh, here's a cowboy. I'd be like, yeehaw, let's go <laughs> to the aisle. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw to the aisle. So like, what would you do if there was like a Texas man? Would you move or would you make him? Yeah, I would okay. move. Sorry. So quick. <laughs> how yeah. do you feel about New York? Are you not into New York? I love New York, but I'm just like, oh my God, a Texas man would... I'm not going to say fix all my problems, but like, come on, that would be so fun. Quite a few of them. And, but I've talked to TK about this. Like I want a Texas man and I'm like the extra wife, you know, I'm the wife that the family's like, oh God, she's coming for Thanksgiving. You're going to be like the really fun aunt. Oh, I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And like really extra, like I'm going to show up and be like kitten fluffy heels, things like that. Uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. That'll be fun. But no, I would be so down to move to Austin, Texas. I think that would just be perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's like so close to me. But the only thing is, yeah, so close. We could like, oh my God. Yeah. So fun. But um, then I would have to get a driver's license. So we can work on that though. I'll I will teach you how to drive. Oh my God. We can make that a YouTube video. Yeah. Teaching Emily June how to drive. Yeah. I think that a Texas man would really cure some of your problems. Emily like wants to be walking down the street, pushing a stroller with a baby in it, like quite literally like two years ago. Like she wants yeah, to be like, married with the baby. She doesn't even, it's not even the marriage part she cares no. about. She wants the baby. Like the baby, I'm not going to say her name, but I already have my baby's name planned and my mom will randomly talk about her as if she's real. Okay. I don't know if that's bad luck. No, I don't think so. I think in certain cultures, like if you were Jewish, that would be considered bad luck. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well. But you're not Jewish. Right? Yeah, no. But I'm like, am I? No. But I just, yeah, I just really want a baby. You okay. see Taylor's baby? Amadeo. Oh my God. Oh my the cutest God. baby on Instagram. Cutest mother on Instagram. Hottest mom in the game. She's one of those people that I never say her f- just one name. I say her first name, last name. Taylor so whenever you say Taylor, I'm like, what? And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, same person. But yeah. So like when you have said baby, like what's the first thing you're going to do? Like actually paint the picture for your ideal life. Like I'm really curious. Be specific. Should I manifest right now? Yeah, let's, let's manifest on the podcast. Okay. So if I'm not in Texas, I'm still on the Upper East Side. Okay. And I have a beautiful apartment and like a really stable marriage, you know, I'm probably like a little much for him, but it's okay. Then I have a baby or two. I don't know. This is the first baby though. I'm still young, you know, and the baby is just like this princess. Do you follow Annie Lawless? No. Oh my God. You need to, because she is who I want to be. Okay. She has the makeup line Lawless. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And just like the way she goes above and beyond for this baby is everything. And there was a period of my life where I was like, I don't know if I want to have kids, but I can't believe I even ever thought like that. Oh my gosh, they're really cute. Yeah, look up at Annie Lawless on Instagram. 
Guys, uh, yeah, this is what your life needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, like when you're um, dating, like, do you explain to the to the guy that like you want a baby yesterday, or do you just kind of like hold on? <laughs> Sometimes, like at a bar, I'll be like, I want a baby, and they're like, Okay, <laughs> you need to calm it down. <laughs> and then, like, does it work out after that? Or no, no. no. So we need to find another strategy. But so, how long do you want to date someone until you get married? Like two years. Okay. I thought you were gonna say two weeks. Okay, Chloe and Lamar. Oh my god! But that didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't. Mm, wait, how long would you would you date someone? But you're not looking for marriage now. No, but I'm not gonna date someone unless I see like a future. Um, a year and a half, two years probably. So we could be married in two years. I can't even picture myself having feelings for someone. Like that's how like emotionally I think either. No, I'm closed off too. Like I'm all talk. But I also think I was talking about this this week, and I think I've already talked about this on the podcast. I'm either really health in a really healthy place and really content and just really don't need that which I actually feel like that's where I'm at or I'm just so emotionally jaded and closed off but I I did this like exercise with my therapist and then she told me that I was actually emotionally healthy which is what I'm going to choose to believe well but that's good there is a chance that is the other one and like maybe she's wrong no but she's a therapist like I don't even go to therapy so don't listen to anything that I say I probably need it the most out of all of us. <laughs> I'm going to therapy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can they find you and your brand? So you can find me at Emily June underscore on Twitter and Instagram because I love Twitter. Justice for Twitter. Justice for Twitter. I get on um, Twitter for you and Brooke. Oh, thank you. And then my TikTok is Emily June with five E's at the end. And then the brand is 20s World, 20sworld.com at 20s World. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a nice little five-star rating, and I will talk to you guys next Thursday.